0: I got a dirty secret nobody talks about. A lot of teens don't make it their first year of college. And mental health is a major reason why. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to problems that kids and teens face every day. And today we're talking about college and kids that don't make it and what parents can do about it. So let's dive in. This is It's Gonna Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne. And I'm Dr. Roseanne. Today we're talking about something that we don't talk a lot about. And is it is my teen ready for college? Cause Some of you are unsure. So let's dive into what are the reasons why kids don't make it, what you can do about it, and just how important mental health is, right? If you've been listening to me, you're really understanding your kid who's neurodivergent or has mental health or behavioral issues. They're not going to just fly the nest and magically make it in college if we are not supporting mental health and they're not developing their own coping skills and problem skills. We need problem solving skills and every kid is capable. Some of us just take a longer road. So let's talk about common reasons why teens and young adults don't make it their first year of college or maybe in their second or third. I'm actually in shock how many people push their kids back to uh, the second year school with like a 0.9 or 1.7 GPA. Like it happens a lot. So you've heard me talk about this and failure launch about 40% of freshmen don't make it their first year. It's something that a lot of colleges try to hide. Um. Sometimes it is for mental health. Sometimes it's just a transfer. I transferred my school in Florida in the second year because I was like, I'm a genius. And these people <laughs> went to like a top 10 party school and not because I wanted to party because I wanted to be in Florida and I loved the warmth. And so when I was there, I was like, I need to get back up to the Northeast. So, I'm going to come to Florida. So, I love my Florida peeps, but you know, this was a different time, but I knew what I needed. And that was not, you know, so I transferred. I transferred. There was nothing wrong with it. I didn't have anything wrong with me. It was actually because I needed something different because I knew I was going to get my doctorate. So, let's talk about common reasons. Okay. The number one common reason kids don't make it in college is mental health. So, let's unpack that, right? Let's unlock why that happens. So, In school, high school, middle school, all the way through, you have a lot of structure and routine. And the majority of learning is happening in the classroom. It is not happening outside of the classroom. So a lot of our neurodivergent kids, particularly ADHD, autism, people with anxiety, they're bright. Dyslexics and ADHD have a higher IQ than normal. Then they go to college and it's the exact opposite. You have to do all your learning outside of school. And there's only a few hours in class. You got to got it together. You have to have great executive functioning. You have to have study skills. And when you don't, and you've been relying on intelligence without actually really getting great skills, then you're going to fall apart. The anxiety is going to build all these things. Also. There are other reasons we're going to talk about what happens in mental health. So a lot of times that structure sort of pushes the cork down. And then when you go to school and you're left to your own, your mental health issues have no bumpers. It's just going to go full on because you have low stress tolerance. You don't have good problem solving skills. There's a lot of reasons why it can come to a head. Your child may be drinking. I can't even tell you how many people I've seen do psychedelics, especially now that things like psilocybin that people think are natural. This is psychedelic people. Like It's crazy how many adults do um microdosing and things like that. It will F up your brain faster than anything. And I have a sad story to tell about that. I'll tell it another time. But There are things, massive pot smoking, which many teens use as a relief. It has properties that are harmful to the brain. I mean, that's what, you know, Daniel Eamon talks about that a lot in his spec scans. So when you're using any substance that is legal or not, food, marijuana, alcohol, and that's you too, mama and papa, as a way to cope, you got yourself a problem. So mental health, number one reason, it's important. That's why a lot of things. Homesickness is one of the top reasons. So some of our kids want to be closer to home. This doesn't necessarily mean this is a horrible thing. Like when we went to school in the 80s and 90s, it was okay to go to school very close. There's been this whole cultural shift in school. It's like such a social status symbol about where you're going. You know, That's not really always the determinant of your success. It's what you do when you're in school where you have internships, I got to tell you, is super important. It's why I was successful because I internshiped everything, even stayed an extra half a year to do a 12 credit internship, which was definer in my future career success. It's amazing. So homesickness is a factor and it's real. And there's a lot of reasons why it happens. Social challenges, feeling you don't have the skills socially and you're disconnected is a major reason why kids don't make it. I've seen kids, you've heard me talk about this, go to school, really, you know, maybe be in a dorm where there's nobody in their major. They're doing lots of cool things now. Like they have dorms where there's kids all in your major. Why didn't that happen in the 80s? I had a terrible first roommate. We won't talk about her. She was sweet, but let's just say I didn't have privacy in my room. So it was not a good fit for me. It was like we were opposite you know, the way we like to sleep, everything was terrible. So some of that can make you feel really disconnected if you don't find your tribe right away. And that can really contribute and bring you down mental health-wise, socially. On the flip side, when you have an awesome tribe, your kid can really thrive. So, you know, making sure it's a social fit is really important and they do a much better job. Academic challenges. I kind of talked a little bit about this, but if your kid has an IEP and a 504, you're probably going to be in shock of how much they actually were getting, particularly with an IEP, as they go to school. So when they go to college, unless you're going to a school that has a lot of support, they a special needs program, our intern, cat, she's going to be on the show soon. She went to a school... She's a dyslexic, and she went to a school that had a program for kids with ADD and dyslexia and things like that. It's just been amazing for her. I can't wait to have her on. She's amazing. But you know that was a special thing. You you really have to know what you're getting into, and you have to make sure the supports are in place. You have to have a current evaluation. A lot of colleges won't take an evaluation that's over three years. Sometimes it has to be in the last one to two years. Um, when I used to do testing, please don't contact me. I, every Thanksgiving, I would test one or two kids who were in, who thought they were going to go to school and be fine and they needed support. So, academic challenges are big reasons why kids struggle in school. If your kid is getting a lot of support, you better make sure you have a program in place. There's some cool programs too. Is this you? Homework struggles, short attention spans, calls from the school, a snarky attitude. But, what if there was a simple, tasty way to help? Meet Neurotastic Multi-Mag Brain Formula. This delicious elixir fuels young minds, promotes calmness and concentration. Put the joy back into your family life and learning with Neurotastic. Go to DrRoseanne.com forward slash magnesium. That's dot com forward slash magnesium to get on our wait list for the Neurotastic Early Founders specials that you'll just never see again. That's DrRoseanne.com forward slash magnesium. So low motivation. So you got a low motivation kid. You've had a nag, nag nag, nag. College ain't going to be the miracle for them people. And what I always worry about is, you know, we think going to school, getting a job and my failure to launch people, that all of a sudden, that is going to be the miracle. Like Jesus is going to show up and be in class with him or whoever else, right? Buddha, whoever else you you pray to, right? Pray to somebody. You think that is going to be the fix. And it's not. If your kid doesn't have those independent skills, and you don't have a plan in place, they are going to fail. I hate to say that to you, but you already know that. <laughs> Last year, I had two people show up right in August who wanted me to perform a miracle. I couldn't take them. I was like, I'm sorry, your kid shouldn't go to school. And I won't take you unless your kid doesn't go to school because you're ignoring them in mental health and you know one was somebody who you know was already a fifth year senior and had had many semesters of 1.7 you know all that switched schools twice did all of that and somehow they thought this was going to be the miracle because they wanted to graduate so badly well they were literally not addressing the mental health and the other was a case where it was extreme mental health difficulties and they chose to spend a month in a foreign country instead of working on their mental health and thought going to school would work this is what happens to people. We put on wishful thinking. And when you have a low motivation or you have a kid with mental health issues, you have to do the work. You have to prioritize mental health. I can't tell you how many times people wait, take a semester off or a year off, and they, you know, make this inner brain behavior reset program. We make an awesome care plan. You know, We help them figure out if they need an internship or a step-up job or whatever it is. But they work on their mental health for at least six months or a year so that when they go to college, they're so ready. I can't even tell you the successes. When you do it in reverse, you have to deal with the shame on top of that instead of prioritizing. So college can be amazing. You have to decide if your child has... All of the tools, the coping skills, the executive functioning, the mental health resources. And unless they're pretty darn functional, you can't put a program in place at school with new stressors at the same time. So I hope this has got you thinking about the priority of mental health. When you prioritize mental health, they're going to get what they need. They're going to get coping skills. They're going to feel good about themselves. They're going to know how to problem solve. You're not bubble wrapping them. You're giving them what they need so that they can fly and be successful. Remember, our job is to have independent beings. That's what we're supposed to do as parents. And the meds, the IEP, all of that, maybe they worked, maybe they didn't. I don't know. But if you're listening to this and it resonates, my biggest caution is don't just push the bird out of the nest make sure they can fly. And mental health is that important. So I hope this really got you thinking and, you know, know that nobody ever regrets getting help. They only regret when they don't. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs. And boy, can it feel so scary and out of control when your teenager isn't making it through college. And I think you have learned just how important mental health is, exactly how to address it and know that your child is going to thrive when they have those coping skills and they are really understanding who they are and just how to support their own mental health. It's really going to be okay.